BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Croucher, joined by Vaughn Dalzell. Today we're going to talk the NBA. I'm wearing my Nets James Harden sweatshirt uh, because that went so, so very well. <laughs> like this podcast is going to go. Uh, we're going to jump into the Christmas NBA games. Uh, first, Vaughn, how's it going, mate? How's your betting going? Doing well. Yesterday's show of Bet the Edge was an awesome one with uh, Brad and I. We uh, he hit on Air Force, money line. Air Force and the Armed Forces, Bull Jay. Come on now. That's, that's a clear betting indicator right there. Um, of course, we had a couple other plays that worked out as well. The Jaguars came up through. Never bet the Zach Wilson experience because it's going to be over if it's not over already. So, great day. Uh, how's your holiday season? Yeah, I, uh, I was invested last night in Jags-Jets the way that I watched the game. I didn't have a lean on the spread. I was just too scared of Zach Wilson going both ways. But the way I watched the game was I had one screen with the game up. I had another screen with the weather radar to see when the rain was going to hit for the live total. So as soon as the rain started to come, uh, I hammered under 37 and a half live uh, midway through the second quarter. And then the rain came, but I completely misread the radar because I thought the rain was going to stay the whole time. But in the end, it didn't matter because uh, Zach Wilson is the king of unders at the moment. The Jets just seem to uh, to consistently go under uh, with how good their defense is and, uh, and how bad Zachary Wilson is. Hopefully we don't see him again this season but uh <laughs> let's get to uh let's get to a, to a better team in new york vaughn that's the new york knicks uh who are riding high at the moment despite losing to toronto uh that doesn't shake off all of the good vibes they've won eight of their past 10 they play host to the philadelphia 76ers uh the Sixers who are riding high as well uh they're two-point favorites against the knicks the over-under is 219 and a half. Any lane on this game, Vaughn? Yeah, well, certainly the Knicks. They've been uh, spoilers to a lot of people that continue to think that this run won't, won't, won't keep going. Uh, but that spot against the Raptors was a good time to fade them, and it worked out for a lot of betters. They had played the Chicago Bulls. Uh, while we're going live right now on Friday, December 23rd, uh, they do host the Bulls a third time they played them in about 10 days. Uh, so it could be another spot for my Bulls, but I hate to bet on my Chicago Bulls, so – won't give you guys an opinion there, but the Sixers haven't lost yet. They played the Clippers tonight. I think that's going to be a game worth watching. The Sixers win that game. I'm probably going to take the Sixers to continue their winning ways in MSG. And when you look at a couple of players, obviously there's no props out right now, Jay. Uh, James Harden in MSG, pretty automatic when it comes to scoring 25 points. Joel Embiid, the same thing. These guys have over 80% hit rates in their last six and seven times uh, making the trip to MSG. So, I'll certainly be looking at the star power to come out. And if I'm looking at fading somebody, maybe a little Jalen Brunson 
under PRA since uh, there's a ton of guys that could be rebounding and scoring in this game. Uh, any strong picks for you on this one? Uh, I would lean the Sixers on the spread, but I do think the Knicks are real uh, since they've yeah. basically yeah. binned Derek Rose, Evan Fournier, Cam Reddish, gotten those guys out of the rotation. They weren't helping. And now they're going, giving more minutes to Quentin Grimes. has been the big story since he's gone in the starting lineup. Then Emmanuel yeah. quickly uh, has been fantastic as well as effectively a sixth starter. So I think this Knicks defense is real. I think it'll be a top five unit going forward. They don't have any weak defenders in the rotation anymore and the big thing with the Knicks like everyone's talking about Jalen Brunson and, and Quentin Grimes but Julius Randle is back to playing at the level yeah, he was yeah. a couple of years ago when he won most improved player but I do lay in the sixes here I just I think this team is a juggernaut uh, and I don't think people have necessarily cottoned on to this yet I think the sixes are a lot closer to the Celtics and the Bucks than the, the Cavs mm-hmm. and the Heat and the Nets I think this team with the way that Embiid is playing. Uh, he was rusty to start the year, but he's playing at the MVP level. Harden looks a lot better than he did last year, a lot more explosive. They'll get Maxi back. And the big thing to me is that like De'Anthony Melton, Tobias Harris, these guys have fit into their roles perfectly around Harden and Embiid. So uh, I would lean Sixers minus two, but expect that it will be a defensive matchup. Sixers somehow have the number two defense in the NBA right now, which is a little fake because teams are shooting 32% from three against them. But still, uh, they are an above average defense and uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid guarantee you an elite offense. Uh, let's go to Lakers Mavericks, which isn't the most exciting matchup, Vaughn, but uh, it is a matchup on the slate. So let's get into it. The Mavs are at home are seven and a half point favorites over the Lakers. The total is 225 and a half, which is pretty high for a Mavs team that historically has played uh, at a slow pace. Anthony Davis, very weird. They don't really seem to know exactly what's wrong with his foot. Uh, Normally, foot injuries, they show up on an MRI or if there's a broken bone, but don't really know what's going on with him. But he's not going to be playing in this game. So who do you like on the spread, Vaughn? Yeah, I mean, hard to like the Lakers at all in this game, man. They're just in the complete dysfunctional shells of themselves since Anthony Davis has been gone. I mean, four wins in the last 10 games. Uh, nothing to like at all. LeBron James, yeah, he had a good show against Sacramento. Yeah, he posted his little Instagram thing about taking the S out of the Kings logo when he was shooting. It's the man in the arena, but all jokes aside, when he goes to Dallas, uh, taking on Luka Doncic and a team that likes to play defense, yeah, I'm certainly going to be looking at a Lakers team total under Jay. I don't know how they're going to get many points out of guys like Dennis Schroeder relying on Lonnie Walker. Uh, all season long, this might be okay short term, but long term, this is going to be a terrible experience for the Lakers yet again. One of my favorite teams to fade, and I've just been waiting for an opportunity to kind of start fading them again, and this has been the time to uh, just hop on them. So, you know, whatever kind of boost I can get over there at points bet, I'll probably have the Mavericks or Luka Doncic prop in there. I don't see them stopping him whatsoever in this game, but I'm afraid of the NBA blowout. So if there's one game that's going to be a blowout, I'd probably have to say it's going to be this one. Yes, I would lean in the same direction. I think that look, Dallas losing Maxi Kleber is a big loss and he's going to be out a long time and he unlocks so many of their their best defensive lineups. But I do think one upside of that is that it's basically forced them to play Christian Wood a lot more uh, and have him paired up more with Luka Doncic. And when Wood and Doncic play together, that offense is just completely unguardable. 
yes, they're going to give back a fair bit on defense because uh, Christian Wood is not a very good defensive player, particularly when he is the lone big, which is what they're going with in starting lineups at the moment. But that offense is going to be all world going forward. You have Doncic and Wood surrounded by shooting. Uh, that's pretty unfair. So I do think that the Lakers offense, which is, is pretty miserable, uh, I don't think is going to take advantage of Christian Wood at center the way other teams can. So uh, I do think the Mavericks will cover seven and a half. All right, before we get into the big game, Bucks Celtics, a reminder to download the Roto World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster. Get the latest injury updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the App Store today, Vaughn. Let's talk about Bucks Celtics. This is the big one rematch yeah. of second round series last year, which unfortunately did not have Chris Middleton. This game might not have him either. It might have him. He's doubtful for tonight with right knee soreness. Hopefully they're just uh, resting him up for Christmas Day. So it's Celtics minus four. The total is 223. What do you think about this game? Definitely interesting considering the Celtics are on a slide right now. It's not looking good how they're playing. They're one and five on the money line, their last six, oh five and one ATS in that stretch. And uh my Milwaukee hasn't been a road favorite all that much this year, Jay, which has been interesting to me since you know having Giannis on your team, you're automatically the favorite in most of the games you're playing. But nine games is a road favorite. Milwaukee, three covers, four losses, and two pushes. All right. They have won six of those nine games, but what I'm really looking for in this one is what that Celtics first half team total is going to be at home. All right. This has been a moneymaker when they have been successful this season. They come out hot for the most part. And you kind of saw Jalen Brown in the postgame interview saying, you know, the home fans booing us at TD Garden. It sucks, but we deserved it. And you know what? How they've been playing lately, they have deserved it. And I think at home on Christmas against a Bucks team that you lost to on Christmas 117 to 113. It's certainly a spot you want to get right in in front of your home home field uh, home crowd. So I'm looking at the Celtics first quarter or first half, the team total. I think they can score 30 in the first quarter. I think they could score 57 plus in the first half. And last year we saw Tatum and Brown have 25 apiece. They did have Robert Williams, who they're working back into the mix now. He's not fully healthy, but really the Bucks have been a one man show with Giannis when Chris Middleton's not out there. So they better hope they have this. Uh, or I like the Celtics a lot. Yep, nice. I like the Celtics minus four here. I think that, yes, the Celtics are not playing great uh, in this stretch, clearly, with a couple of losses to Orlando and then uh, losing to Indiana as well at home. That's not ideal. But at the same time, uh, I'm stealing this from Kevin Pelton, but basically in these last three Celtics losses, two of them have been two of the unluckiest shooting performances of the entire NBA season. Like, they are still getting really good shots. They're just not falling. And that's just what happens in the NBA in the regular season, that you're just going to have these random patches where the shots don't go down. So Boston, they're still getting good shots. They're just not making them. The defense has been surging overall after a rough start, and Robert Williams coming back certainly helps that. I still think Boston's the best team in the NBA. Uh, I think they're... well. Clearly, the best team is a bit offensive to Milwaukee, but I do think they are the best team with Robert Williams back. So I think that they will bounce back from this weird stretch of losses and uh, and cover the minus four and uh, and beat the Bucks in what will probably be uh, an Eastern Conference Final preview. Uh, potentially, let me, let me ask uh, you this real quick. Yeah, let me ask you me. this: if Chris, if Miss Chris Milton plays tonight, uh, I meant to say road underdog earlier about the Bucks, but. 
if Chris Middleton plays tonight, you'd assume that Celtic spread could move back in favor of the Bucks, right? And if so, how much do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think he'll just play, right? I don't think it's yeah, – I yeah. think he's more likely just being rested. So I think the current spread is – is fairly representative of Middleton likely playing. I think if Middleton goes out, it goes to five, probably goes to around five. Uh, but I do think that, that Middleton will play. Uh, but but we'll see. And obviously, we saw what happened in the playoffs last year without Middleton. Like, this Bucks team just cannot score against the defense as good as Boston's. And the thing is with the regular season, like with defense – like offense, largely teams just run their systems. Uh, offense is a bit more, I think, consistent in terms of effort. But on defense, like we saw it with the level of defense that Golden State played against Boston on national TV a couple of weeks ago before Golden State season went to hell, where they just locked in and uh, and the rotations were crisp. They were giving maximum effort. And I think with Boston, they're going to be locked in for this game. It's Christmas Day. It's national TV. It's against the Bucs. This is the biggest game of their season to date. So the effort is going to be there. And if Middleton's not there, then Milwaukee's just not going to be able to score, I think. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Middleton. But um, hopefully he plays and, uh, and and hopefully the Celtics cover regardless. But let's get to Grizzlies-Warriors, which uh, we've talked about Bucks celtics as potentially an Eastern Conference Finals preview. This might be a Western Conference Finals preview if the Warriors can can keep hanging on without Stephen Curry. I think they have the highest ceiling in the West still, the Warriors. But I think if I was choosing one team to come out of the West today, irregardless of the odds, I would choose the Grizzlies. Uh, I think this team is a juggernaut. Desmond Bain looks like miraculously he's just going to play tonight. I think he's supposed to miss another three weeks or so, and he's just back. Uh, he's showed up on the injury report as questionable. That's huge for them. He is, I mean, whether it's him or Jaron Jackson, he's one of their two or three best players. So Grizzlies minus four in Golden State, totals 225 and a half. What do you like in this game, Vaughn? Do you know when the last time that the Memphis Grizzlies have been uh, favorites in Golden State? Was it a couple of years ago when Curry was out long-term with uh, with his range of injuries? No, it would be in 2012 when I was still graduating oh. high school. Wow. That's, that that, that's, how, that's how long ago it's been since the Memphis Grizzlies have been road favorites. And if you know anything about the Golden State Warriors this year, you play them at home, you fade them on the road. Um, as much as I want to bet Memphis in the spot, uh, I don't think I will allow myself to do that uh, based off the obviously no, no success they've had there. Um, they've struggled, and they've only been road favorites eight times historically at Golden State. Uh, they've covered five of them, won six of them, so they do well in that spot. But, I mean, we're talking about 2012, my friend. Um, so, you know – the Warriors struggling since Steph Curry has been out. I'm probably going to look at a live angle here and try and get a better number on the Warriors. Um, I want to look at some, you know, same game parlay options. I think Clay hitting a couple three pointers is a good bet here. He's at two or more in 10 out of 11 versus Memphis. Uh, Draymond is a guy you can look at for rebounding. He usually rebounds very well against Memphis. Uh, eight or more in five of his last six. And, of course, all eyes on John Moran at all times since he said the only team that can mess with the Grizzlies is the Boston Celtics. Um, so, you know, I'm looking at those three guys. But as much as Memphis looks like the easiest bet on the Christmas Day slate, it could be the biggest trap bet in my opinion. Okay. Wow. Fighting the Memphis Grizzlies. Interesting. I'm, uh, I believe in the Grizz. I think the good thing about these Christmas Day games is that the biggest concern with regular season NBA is just pricing motivation. You just don't know when teams just want to show up because uh, mm-hmm. they've just decided not to on a given day. Christmas Day generally 
teams show up and they play yeah. with all the attention on it. It's not quite a playoff game, but it's probably closer to a playoff game than a Tuesday night in March against the Hornets. So <laughs> I do think that the Grizzlies will show up. This is a big game for them uh, going up against the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. Uh, and with Bain back, I mean, this team is just loaded. Morant, Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Stephen Adams. That is an insane defensive lineup. And then their, their bench, they're just loaded with guys uh, who just come in and don't miss a beat. Uh, just their level of depth. Guys like Tyus Jones, Santi Aldama, Brandon Clark. Like they are uh, incredibly deep. And I do think that they will show up and, uh, and handle the Warriors team that looked atrocious against Brooklyn uh, the other night. Just while we're talking about the Grizz, uh, one bet that I will throw out, and I like this bet more than uh, okay. than any other um, in this game, and that's Desmond Bain to win Most Improved Player, which is fifty-five to one, and he was written off because of this injury, but he's missed eighteen games, and Ja Morant won this award last year, missing twenty-five games. So missing eighteen games is not a death sentence for Bain's chances to win this award. Uh, and I think that this is an award where games played aren't really weighted as much as they are, certainly in MVP or even Defensive Player of the Year. You just need enough games to show that the improvement is real. And so long as Bain plays you know, the same amount that Jar did last year, which is 57, and he misses another six, seven games because of rest and maintenance, he can absolutely win this award. And uh, so I think that he should be, I think he should be more like plus 800 than 55 to one. Uh, so I think that, that Desmond Bain uh, will be heard from in, admittedly, a pretty loaded field with uh, with Shea, Halley, and uh, and Laurie Markkinen. But yeah, don't write off uh, the man in the mask, Desmond Bain. All right, before we close out with Suns Nuggets, just a reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands this weekend by predicting what will happen during bowl season and in the Premier League. There's also $100,000 up for grabs by guessing the outcome between the Bucks and Cardinals in our Sunday Night 7 contest. I know uh, Vaughn is a big Trace McSorley guy, so he'll be watching that game with keen interest. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the initial Initial wager. Points bet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the Points Bet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. In Iowa, call 1 800 Bets Off. In Indiana, Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867. In Louisiana. I might, uh, <laughs> it's, it's only me saying it's Tom Brady, so, and I'm all over the box, uh, but there may be a more compelling NBA game, uh, and we'll see if Suns Nuggets uh, lives up to that. The Nuggets are two and a half point favorites, home to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, this is the nightcap. The total is a robust 230. How do you feel about this game, Vaughn? I think this game is going to be the game that everybody chases, obviously, but it could be the most interesting game uh, of the two because we know there's a little bit of bad blood between these these two uh, simply because when the Suns in four was incepted in the 2020-21 playoffs, the Nuggets were the team that was getting swept. Uh, so the Nuggets have always had a little bit of hatred towards the Suns since then. They've only played each other three times last season. They haven't played each other yet this year. Uh, they had an opening night game. The Nuggets won as a pure revenge spot. Then they drop the next two. Uh, but it's interesting because we'll wait to see what Devin Booker is doing because he's not going to play tonight on Friday the 23rd, but they want him to play on Christmas. Um, and the last time we saw him on the court, he only scored 58 points on the Pelicans. Uh, so, you know, him playing is a pretty big deal here on whether we want to get your bets in. Uh, since then, they beat the Lakers 130-104, no Anthony Davis, but then they lost to the Wizards 113-110, a seven-and-a-half-point favorites, had a 10-point lead late in that game and blew it. I'm looking at the Nuggets, who, yeah, they've had some injuries, some guys sitting out, getting worked back into the rotation like MPJ, like Jamal Murray. But they have won five of the last six games. This is the last game of a homestand. Both of these teams play tonight, so only get one day of rest in between. If Devin Booker is out, you're going to give me the Nuggets. I would make this best bet, but I just got the best news that my NFL boost got allowed at points bet, Jay. So that's not my best bet of the show. But it would be the Nuggets if Devin Booker is out. I think it's a great spot for the Nuggies. Uh, but if not, Suns are definitely live to win that game with Booker back. Yes. Just looking at the injury report for tonight's games where Memphis plays at Phoenix, Booker out with groin soreness. It's just funny. 
looking at the injury report and uh, Jay Crowder, uh, my namesake, uh, my brother, uh, <laughs> his injury designation is just uh, not with team. Uh, three capitalized yeah. words, which is um, kind okay. of funny. And uh, he's going to, he might make an impact to the playoff race, but uh, probably not for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, look, this is a very difficult game to price, not knowing if Booker is going to play. Suspect he probably will if he's just out with groin soreness tonight and they're getting him right for that game. The Suns are in a, a weird haze at the moment uh, with Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton blowing up at each other. Uh, weird loss to the Wizards. Don't really know what to make of them. At the same time, look, I'm all in nuggets. I believe this team can win the West. But at the moment, they're not playing that well. We'll see what Michael Porter Jr. Uh, comes, how he comes back and how he looks tonight, where he's going to play. Uh, the Nuggets, they are the one seed in the West. To your point, they are in good form lately in terms of racking up wins. But their point differential, the advanced stats say that the Nuggets are not really all there at the moment. They just cannot do anything when Jokic is off the floor. I do think they have some moves to make, be it just in the rotation and then bringing in uh, some more, perhaps more competent players behind Jokic on the bench. But I would lean Suns if Booker is going to play. Uh, but I think this is one where you really just have to wait and see. Again, my best bet around this game would be a look in the futures market. And uh, I've spoken about this ad nauseum, but Nikola Jokic, he should be the favorite to win MVP. It's ridiculous. He's out of his mind uh, again. And voter fatigue is a little bit overrated, I think, where it's not like people are just going to disqualify Jokic because he won the past two years. Like, that's completely unreasonable. Yes, if it's dead even between him and Embiid, then they probably go Embiid. But right now, I think Jokic is, is the clear choice. And uh, he's still plus, plus 650 on points bet which uh, is too big for me. I think it should be half that price. But uh, do you have any look in the MVP market, Vaughn, before we get to our best bets? Well, I like the Jokic look more than Desmond Bay, not going to lie. I see the value points you have for both the guys. Um, I got Tyrese Halliburton in my pocket. I love what Laurie Markkinen has transformed into because I'm a Bulls fan, and I thought trading him was blasphemy, and he's worked out to be one of the most improved players by far, and, of course, SGA. I think it's going to be a tough crowd for Desmond Bain because – how much better can he be? Is he going to average 25 points per game when he does play this year? That's what he needs to do. And that's – is that enough over Tally – Hockley in the league in assists or SGA in points? So that's a tough one. I, I can get behind Jokic, though, because Tatum right now, Celtics, you know, they look hot. If they have the best record, you could probably give it to Tatum and not many people would disagree with you on that one. Uh, but the rest of the field is wide open. So – um, I'll get with you on that one. I like Halle Burton, the most improved market. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon, six man, is my best value, closing value bet so far, with Bam out of bio for defense play of the year looking like a complete joke out there. Uh, no, so I, I need some help in that market, Jay. Yeah, wouldn't write Bam off entirely, but yeah, it hasn't been a great start for the like, Heat. With Bain, with Bain at 55 to 1, it just may, I just think that. Like, it that implies sense. a 1.8% chance he's going to win. I just think he's a 2% or better chance to win the award. But um, yeah, let's get to our good. best bets. Uh, Vaughn, what's your best bet of the Christmas slate? So, like I said, Booker's out. Give me the spicy nuggets of Denver at home on Christmas Day. Get a little bit of revenge. But we don't know if that'll happen. So I'm going to give you guys my boost that just came out and was official at points bet. I'm really excited about it because it's Christmas Day and I need some Christmas money All right, after you spend all the gifts. So – we're going to take the team that Jay alluded to a little earlier in the NFL. The Bucks money line will be in there. I don't think anyone's going to argue fading Trace McSorley and taking Tom Brady on Christmas. I, I don't like Brady, but we're going to do it this year. The second leg will be the Steelers money line against the Raiders, Jay. 
We talked about this is my best bet yesterday. Franco Harris's 50 year Mac Bay reception. It's a huge day in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold. Uh, you, if you want to back Derek Carr in negative four degree weather, go ahead and be my friend. Do that. Um, and then we're going to take the Packers plus seven and a half as the last leg. So Bucks money line, Steelers money line, Packers plus seven and a half at the Dolphins. That is plus 240 at points bet. And if you've watched the show at all this week, you know that we're huge Packers supporters now. And we think they're going to make the postseason as that final seed in the NFC. So we need them to at least cover or win this game. Definitely win the game for the futures bet, but cover. So um, any disagreements with any of those ones? I'm on the Packers plus five and a half real wine. It's down to three and a half. But we'll get the seven and a half for the, uh, the boosted parlay. Yep. No, I like that. I think there's big question marks around the Dolphins. Uh, Tua, his stats were fine against Buffalo. He did not play well in that game. He could have had multiple picks. He was dreadful against the Chargers. So like, I think the over is a good look in that game as well. I think the Packers Ooh. offense with all the receivers healthy, with Rodgers yeah. looking a lot better than he did pre-buy. Uh, I think that's going to be points galore. And, and I'm with you. I would, I would skew Packers uh, at the spread. Certainly a five and a half. And then uh, and even at the current number, I might lean Packers. Uh, but yeah, no, I like all the looks in general. You're a brave man fading Trace McSorley in prime time. Uh, I know Trace watches the show, so sorry about that, Trace. Uh, Vaughn doesn't represent all of our views. But I'm going to get to my best bet, and that's the Boston Celtics minus four uh, on the Christmas Day slate. Uh, for the reasons that I outlined, I think that the Celtics, this current slide, is fake. Uh, yes, look, teams are going to go through weird little patches in the, in the NBA season. Not worried about the Celtics. I still think this is the team that, that ultimately does win the title. I think now that they have all of their guys back, uh, that they will show up on Christmas Day and uh, and make a bit of a statement uh, against the Bucks. Who look, the Bucks have Bucks have been playing in big games for three years. Uh, the Celtics, I think, will be ramped up for this one, and I think they're being a little bit undervalued because of people looking at you know losses to the Magic and the Pacers. I don't think that's real, so uh, I will ride with the Boston Celtics. All right, that does it for us. Don't forget to check out NBCSportsEdge.com. For more information to help you with your wages, thanks for those of you watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us in podcast form, don't forget to subscribe and rate us from Jay Croucher and Vaughn Dalzell. Merry Christmas. Good luck with your bets. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll be back next week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 